previously on Crit Happens. As you guys walk out, the door slams open. A, a large group of goons come in here. As one very tall tiefling fellow, literally like, he, as he turns his neck, you can see what looks like a brand on the side of his neck. You see two long horns and a skull in the middle of it. That is Blackhorn's brand. Blackhorn is one of the dread captains of Bloody Gill's crew. The, the tiefling man will step forward. Check upstairs. He's got to be here somewhere. The rest of you, any dwarfs in the crowd, come forward. Gildrax will psionically say to our new Warforged friend, need you to read that guy's mind. Just just tell us who he's looking for. There's a dwarf in here he's looking for. Big kind of wide face, big nose, blonde mutton chops. Big guy will look behind the bar, not see anything. He's like, where is he? I'll give you five seconds. Gildrax will sort of tell everybody else psionically. He's like, it's go time. I think it'd be fair to call initiative. He will raise his flail and bring it down on you twice. As the first attack brings down, your sh- your barrier holds firm as he brings it back up and with a yell of complete malice, brings it down and shatters through. Jib goes down. And Sheriff for a bonus action is going to be slinging and it's going to be a 16 to hit. How do you want to kill him? And he watches it glows through the darkness and hits him right in the back. Almost just like a little ding. And you watch as he just falls back to the ground. We ought to get out of here. Yeah. Agreed. All right, let's go. As the scene unfolds before you, uh, many patrons are rushing out the doors, trying to get as far away from this situation as possible. Gildrex and Jib, you're with Anna, Auntie Janet. You guys are behind the counter with uh, about three dead bodies with you. Cher, you are currently floating above everyone in your astral form, and you see less of the combatants leaving the the uh, are leaving the inn, while the some of the more noteworthy people who were actually fighting during this whole thing with the in the skirmish, like the kobold, the big Goliath woman, um, and some people upstairs are still in there mulling about, trying to decide what to do. As people rush about, what do you want to do? Do you want to leave, as you were talking about? Do you want to stay here? Uh, Jib is going to like immediately like, Cher! Cher, come on! What? I think we need to get head out. Okay, you watch as her eyes stop glowing and she just blinks. Like, okay. She floats down. All right, where are we headed? Who are we killing next? Uh, hopefully nobody. Aw, dang. It's called leaving and Breaking. not doing anything else about it because I don't want to deal with the law enforcement. Please and thank you. Oh, that makes sense. <laughs> Hold on no a second. Uh, Gildrax will run up to uh, Draka. Yep. And he'll say, Draka, I need a favor. He, he'll look at you and he's just like kind of like rubbing his head like what to do with one of his hands. He's say, huh? Yeah, what you need. If, if. Is that dwarf in here? Yes or no? No, I'm off so many people in here, it's hard to keep track. Uh, Gildrax. He doesn't talk to me much. Gildrax, he doesn't talk to you much. You know him? He kind of like takes back what he just, no, I don't know him. Draka, come on. Give me persuasion. <laughs> Does he get advantage because we just saved yeah, his Yeah, you can have advantage. <laughs> You're also Draka's old friend. Uh, 18. Yes, he's upstairs somewhere. He's upstairs. Look, you can tell when they show up. You can give him my name. No, I, I heard something bad. You what if not- we don't do that? If if we don't do that, they kill this guy. I don't. And Wait, they kill Draka? Yeah. I don't want Draka to. I probably won't die. I'm just saying, favor for a favor. I won't be angry if you do it. Fair. To I be will. On, I don't really know you. Sorry. That's okay. Not a lot of people do. but A lot of day, people who I don't know hate me. Everybody will know Cher the Pirate greatest pirate there ever was i thought that was bloody gills <laughs> look sure you can be top five like let's go find this dwarf guy real quick uh gildrax will run upstairs yep jib is like but we uh okay and he'll start he'll run yeah. up the stairs after um upstairs it is quite like swanky up here it's pretty cool there are like barrels that have been cut like in half and have like tabletops put on top of them with like gambling cards all over them it's very like nautical themed up here. There's ropes and almost like the the Krabby Patty. <laughs> Gildrax will give this place like a sweep over. Mm-hmm. He's looking for the dwarf, uh, but it's less because they couldn't find him. He's going to use his blind sight to sort of meander around the like. Is he maybe 
hidden under a table invisible? Is he... Uh, a table. Yeah, like a table. Give me a perception check with advantage. 21. So you, you, you're you walking around. There's some patrons up here, and they're trying to get by you to like get down the stairs. One catches your eye. He's like a very plain-looking human. Um, to the eye, he looks just like a normal human. But to your blind sight, it's like an illusion. There's a human illusion around him. He's like just a very wide, kind of bulky, tall human. Uh, I'll walk up to this guy and I'll go, "Hey, you're the guy they were in here looking for, weren't you?" What? No, I'm just a, I'm just a, a guy. You're, you're that dwarf guy. I'm, I'm psionic. What does that Not mean? Share. Oh, what? <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure. What does that mean? It means I see through your illusion. He kind of like his face, kind of like n- no. Jim is gonna run over and grab the illusion's hand. Does it just go through? Yeah. He's just like. Ah. And he's going to grab him. I was like, come on, we need to go. And he's going to like, look at Gildrax. Look, we don't want to hurt you. We just want to know what you know. We want to know why they were looking for you. Let's go, Gildrax. Yeah, you guys, it like, it disperses the illusion a little bit. You could see, yeah, this blonde button chopped dwarf. Kind of slicked back, almost like greaser hair, like, but it's still blonde. He's like, ah, it, fine, fine. As he will, like, still in the illusion, like, walk downstairs with you guys. He's like, oh, God. <laughs> H4DR will follow you guys. Like, yeah, hey, am, am I? Am I still? Okay? Yeah, you're in. Okay. Come on, Hadar. We'll show you where our ship is. Oh, great. Uh, and he'll like very hurriedly follow behind you um, as you guys leave the shop. Uh, there seems to be quite a, buck, uh, a ruckus outside as people are like scattering. Um, you can see some further down, there's like a little commotion going on. There is some heavily armored guys pushing their way through, like coming down. Uh, Jib and Gildrax. You would recognize they're almost like they look like knights, like medieval knights, but their armor is made of like stone that make it almost look like chess pieces. There's one guy who is like helmet at the very top has like a piece of a rook. Like it looks like his helmet is like in the shape of a rook and he's pushing his way through the crowd. You guys recognize he's the hearth guard. They're just like the police force. Um, they're all stylized after like chess pieces. <laughs> nice. And so like rooks are a fairly like high up thing. Like this is like a, like a, almost like a sheriff is coming to make sure everything's okay. How? How badly, like, if they knew we were involved just in any way... Instant jail time. Instant jail time. There is no scuffles allowed in Hearth. Jib is going to... Because he still has his his disguised self up. Mm-hmm. So he is going to turn to everybody, and he's going to turn to Auntie Janet first. And he's like, Auntie Janet, you do you have a way to, you know, change your face or, or turn invisible? No. No. Um, I'll turn into a dog. Okay. <laughs> turn to a dog. Gildrax, um... Auntie Janet, uh, I, I mean, I guess if you guys want to be... I've got good old reliable, and I throw on a cape. <laughs> okay, meet back at the ship. Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll get there. We'll get there. Absolutely. Okay. Jib is going to, because people have seen him in his disguise, he's now going to drop his disguise self and uh, still have this guy by the hand. Yep. And he's going to like, come on, follow me. We're going to get you out of here. Okay. Um. Okay. Hadar will wonder, uh, who, who am I following? Just come with me. Okay. <laughs> as he's just instantly okay okay <laughs> as he will like very like not like almost like a child afraid of crowds <laughs> following right directly behind you why do we keep picking up strangers my goodness uh and then we will split up and then meet back up at the ship yeah give me a give me a roll using a skill that you think you'd use to slip the guards you can give me pers- like performance to like try to act cool like you weren't involved and you don't know what's happening you could give me athletics just to try to book it like intelligence history to recall like the city layout, things like that. Uh, Whatever skill you think would pretend fit. pretend to be a dog? Yeah, sure. Uh, I'll say have you an advantage because you literally are a dog. I'll say you don't even need a roll. You're just a dog. Uh, I know with Janet very much so. Uh, she could be very deceptive out of her way. Mm-hmm. Uh, also, I have minor illusion as a cantrip and I could just make like a barrel and I could also just get inside of said barrel. Yeah, whatever you think you would do, Jim. Jib, uh, Jib is more or less like he's looking like he's scared, but he's more or less going to, that's like his backup plan is like looking like he wasn't involved, but more or less he's going to try and get avoid confrontation anyway to try and like use history to know where yeah, you could use like the, history the back to, streets are yeah. and everything to get to the ship. Gildrex? I was going to use history. Uh, I'm going to turn to Hadar and I'm going to start to just to keep my nerves calm spouting off random history facts and things about the astral sea that I can just remember just so we both kind of stay calm on our walk back. Mm-hmm. So we don't look that uh, suspicious. Yeah, sure. Hadar will try to buy, like try just to spout off facts too. Uh, he'll start like spouting off war facts about the Adatine legions. 
Oh, okay. Just two guys rolling, going on a stroll, talking about old yeah, we're talk, stories. Yeah, we talk about war stories. Jib, what? Are you, or let's go with Gildrex first. Gildrex, I got a sixteen. Sixteen. I got thirteen. Thirteen. Uh, for Janet's deception, I got a twenty-two. Okay. I just want to say I got twenty. Nice. I know that I already am a dog, but yeah, not a natural twenty, but twenty total. Yeah, you and you and Hadar are going. Hadar is a nervous wreck. He's like, yeah, um, uh. Yeah, yeah, and he's like sweating bullets <laughs> as you guys get closer and closer to the the uh, the cops. Say, I, I don't know if I could do this. No, if you can do what? Look, man, it's just it's just I don't. Can you get tattoos and stuff like that as we're passing the the guards? Yeah, give me a give me a de- deception with like or just give me like a, a charisma roll, whatever you think would work here. Can I with, can I be by them as a dog? Advantage. So I just am like pretending that I'm with them to help them. Uh, no, because y'all split up. It's a big five. Five. Yeah. Um. So as you you guys are passing like these these uh, officers, uh, a bit like a hand will like a stone hand will like grab your shoulder and like turn you around. This like big orc fellow will grab you. He's like, I got a question for you. Yeah. What seems to be the problem? Have you seen this man? And he holds up a picture of a dwarf with blonde mutton chops, the slick backed hair, all that stuff. And this is one of like the the the, the hearth guard. Does it have like a like a price? It is does it- have it. It's not. It's like wanted, dead or alive. It just says that. Uh. Gildrax technically hasn't seen him. Mm-hmm. Uh, Gildrax will look up the guy and go, how much has he wanted for? The, the most suspicious way to not, not confirm or deny. Before you answer, actually, give me a, a perception check. Uh, only a six. Okay. Yeah. The, the orc guy was like, he'll look at you and say, 5,000 gold pieces. Where'd you last see him? He was located at a ball right ahead. But we've seen a commotion and people are running out of there. We're just looking for him. What was what he wanted for? I don't know. I was just told to find him. Dead or alive, huh? Yep. Gildrax will sort of say, he'll, he'll just plain out say it. He'll be like, no, I haven't seen him. But if that's where you're saying he's at, maybe I want to see him. Roll me a deception with advantage because you're... Uh, natural 20. Nice. Oh, finally, yeah. something good for me. He's like, okay. Well, if you hear anything, be that careful. He's armed and dangerous. If, if we do happen to find this guy, where would we turn him in at? Um, I could, I could meet you up somewhere. If you just want to meet back, if you can lure him back here, our station's not too far from here. Gildrax will say, well, I appreciate the time, officer. As he Nick nods and turns away uh, and let then, it go. Yep, I leave. Yeah. The entire, Harold's going, <sighs> he doesn't need to breathe, but he's like, he's like kind of <laughs> huffing and puffing and like trying to stay calm. He's like shaking his hands a little bit. Uh, we vamoose back yeah. to the ship. Yeah. Uh, you guys have vamoose. You, Jib, you use history of the back streets. And as you're going through the back streets, um, this dwarf is like, why are you helping me? As he's still in like the human distraction. Jib's gonna like turn. He's like, look, I'm not honestly, I'm not entirely sure. My friend thought that maybe we could talk to you, and you know, most of the time I trust his judgment. So, look, if if we end up helping you and we don't need you, then oh well, we'll let you let you off. But look, I just think my friend wants to have a chat with you. Well, um, and the like, his voice changes as the illusion kind of drops as it goes back to his. You've been playing help already now. I like you because you helped me out, but I'm not going any further with you. But because I like to cut your jib, here you go. And he gives you a little ring. Jib is like, hey, funny. Um, uh, What's you, funny? Nothing. Uh, Ring. Okay. What does mm-hmm. it do? It's just a ring. Keep the, keep the change, big guy. And he kind of like pats you on the side of the face as he tries to turn and walk off and like kind of pull his hand away from you. Uh, yeah. Do, do I see anybody else or did you take the back streets? Yeah. I took the back streets to try and there's not anyone like people wise. <laughs> did you follow jib? I probably would follow someone. Do you think Cher knows how to get back to the ship by true. herself? <laughs> <laughs> joking you? Do you want to roll me a, yeah. So yeah, you can either follow jib or anti Janet. Okay. I will roll evens, uh, Annie Janet odds. Jib. jib. That's an odd 19. Yep. So there's a dog with you that you recognize as Cher. Uh, Cher. Mm-hmm. He's going to be like, wait, um, he's going to turn real fast. Can you get a scent? Just like whisper. I don't know. Jeb's Can I? Be like, Is that a dog thing? I think that's a dog thing. Dog, I mean, as a dog, you have a more sensitive sense of smell. So I think sure. dogs actually have advantage on perception checks from per, like smell. Yeah. So sure. You can get a scent, but Jeb is going to say, look, get a scent. And then he's going to like toaster. You know what to do. Mm-hmm. And he's going to just have toaster trail the dude. Okay. Kind of fly up on, on top of buildings and things and try to be stealthy about it, but clock where yeah. this guy's going. Yeah. And then he's going to be like, all right, let's, let's head back to the ship. Let's, let's tell everybody what happened. Yep. 
Um, alrighty, give me a stealth check for toaster. All right, toaster is actually good at those. Homunculuses get good stealth. That is, unless you roll a one, that's a six. Kind of based. Okay. <laughs> uh, Auntie Janet. Hi. What did you do? You said you became a barrel. Uh, well, I said I I can oh try to decept my way through things, but I do have my backup of using minor illusion. I could like make like a barrel or a crate. Yeah. And I could hide through it. It is that size. <laughs> yeah. So you're just trying to sneak through the guards? Yeah. Yeah. I'm an old woman. Leave me alone. Leave yeah. me. You probably like walk by two of these guys who kind of look like pawns. Yeah. Uh they they have uh big halberds and they just see you as an old woman. They're like, Oh yes. Yeah, she probably she probably doesn't know anything. I, yeah, I know. I'm yeah. Just, uh, and they kind of like just awkwardly let you through, trying not to draw eye contact from the old woman. I know I'm trying to see my grandkids. Yeah. As you're able just to easily slip through. Okay. And then Sherry with Jib. Right? Yeah, you just run along with Jib. So, takes you a, a little bit of time, but you all convene back at the ship. The, what, iridescent... Uh, the Astral oh, Revenant. Oh, the Astral Revenant, that's right. I can't remember your own ship's name. Gildrax and Hadar are together. You see Auntie Janet come up, and then, like, as you guys are walking, because you guys kind of took the same direction. And then... Jib and Cher kind of meet up with you guys as you get there. Uh, they do not have the dwarf with them anymore. Hey, where'd, where'd the other guy go? Um, he, he uh, uh, Look, he stopped and he said he wasn't going to come with us. He gave me this. I don't know if it's any uh, anything. Jib's going to actually, he's going to be like, just a second actually. And he's going to uh, cast detect magic on the ring. It's not magic. Okay. Yeah. And he's just going to be like, look, uh, I, I sent Toaster after him, told him to, told Toaster to see where he goes. And if he stops somewhere to come back. Um, and then Cher hopefully got a scent. So, I, I mean, hopefully we can track him down or something, but he just didn't look like he was too stoked about following us or anything. Besides, he's just a guy that we kind of just picked up on the side. That's Truly. Hobby. It's like, hun, I mean, he wasn't going to just follow us willy-nilly. That's not well, going to happen. Well, I mean, yeah, I mean, true. But I mean, we helped him out a little bit, but I mean, we could find, like, do you think he knows something, Gildrax? I, I do. Bloody Gills' men don't just go after anybody. That and that guy is worth 5,000 gold pieces. Oh, boy. And you lost him? I didn't know he was worth 5,000 gold. We could have, like, gotten some cool stuff with that. Way more than my blood hey, goes Hey, that for. ring in your hand is worth 100 gold pieces. Nice. Okay. <laughs> That's a win. We go. We leave. Only 50 we, more of those. <laughs> we take that. We take that when we get them. He's like, do we want to try to start getting a horde of people? Is that what we're trying to get? I'm not saying we recruit this guy. I'm just saying we... Find out what he knows. He obviously no, knows something. I know. I'm saying in the sense of money. My goodness. Like, we already have another guy that's wanted, and now we're going to grab another guy that's wanted. We're really <laughs> wanting more people and more attention towards us. Hey. He's not wrong. We can we can drop it. Hey, are you good just waiting at the ship? Oh, yes. Yeah. Is he kind of like, is, it, is, this, is this it? The beetle? Yeah, that's yeah, the you're gonna find You're going to find a surly Duragar named Zan and a pleasant uh, furball named Mushi. Tell them that you're with us and that you're the new pilot. Get yourself acquainted. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. T take a break. Also, make sure you know. Make sure to tell Zan that we know we didn't forget him, and we're gonna come back. That's that's oddly specific, but oh, all right. Make sure you say those. <laughs> make sure you tell him that. Jib is gonna Jib is gonna look around, and he's still pretty beat up from the fight. He's like, mm -hmm. look, I'm pretty run down. I'm pretty ragged. D do we want to go look for this guy now? I know we might lose his scent or anything, but I I don't know if I'm I'm up for for getting in another scuffle if, yeah. that, if it comes to that especially is this man would this man uh have the stature for another ship of self or another way of getting out if you're really so keen on getting this man i think we should how how good are you at tracking your own monculus jib uh, not the best I, I i've told it like to make markings whenever i send it to do stuff uh, it so i mean it's mostly like turning corners and things but it's i, I don't know Toaster can get distracted sometimes. I think it might be out of our hands. Okay. Do you have Do you have locate creature? I do not. Oh. L. Why? See, that's homunculi. Strictly worse than familiars. Mm -hmm. Jim is going to be like, look, maybe we can... At the very least, I think we should wait in the ship until this whole thing blows over. Take that's, a rest. That's probably a good idea. Yeah. You guys take a long rest on your ship. It's pretty safe. Yeah. That's, it's fit. Should be, hopefully. Let, let's do that. We've had enough. Maybe we can pour over some of those things while we're waiting. We can take a look at the the, the, the scrolls and the maps that oh, we got. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. All right. Well, Jib is going to raise the or have the port lower or whatever and 
Yeah. Hop on the ship. Yep. You guys, you lower the bow, like you lower the little plank into the ship and walk up on there. Uh, y'all just can take a long rest. I was thinking a short rest. Short rest? You want to take a short? Do you guys need oh, to take I a I already went rest? ahead and erased everything. Should we can, I'm willing to do short rest. Jib's got one second level spell slot left, but um, he's got plenty of hit dice. So he's, if we're just looking to, like four Jib, hours. yeah, Jib's, Jib's willing to do a, a short rest and then maybe go out there and search a little bit, but not get in any trouble. He won't, he won't be too much help. But if if Gildrex is ready and ready to go, Jib is like, yeah, I can I can be on my feet and ready to go in about an hour. If if you guys don't think we should tango with this, we don't have to. Personally, I don't. I just again like that's cool that he might have information, might underlined right there. Yes, I I heard you. I hear you. I hear that you even said like yes, he's wanted by one of. Uh, we could hunt programs. him down. We have a location. We could turn him in for five thousand gold. That is true. That's not a bad price if we really want to, you know, soup up the ship and get us going off to Annie Janet's planet. It might be the perfect, you know, scapegoat. No, that's not the right word. Is it the right word? No. It's, oh, a f- it. it's definitely a phrase. I like goats, though. Um, but yeah, I think it's not a bad idea to follow the lead. Maybe just after a minute. Anyway, that's just how I personally feel. Let's think Annie Janet money. Look, cool. Uh, Gildrex, uh, do you and I want to go on a walk? I mean, we know this place. Maybe, yeah, maybe we just go, just see what we can see. Okay. If there's any signs of trouble, we just, uh, okay. that moves. Cher, I, I know you might have caught a scent, but um, y- you go ahead. You and Auntie Janet stay here. I just don't want you guys to get in any trouble if, if you know, we get caught. No worries. We'll be back up um, here, and I hand you a piece of um, gold, or no, a, a gear that I stole of... Um, of Zans. Of Zans, and I give it to you. In case you get lost, I can use locate object on that and find you again. All right. Okay. He'll yeah. go ahead and put can that in a pocket. Also, as well, I can just check on you anywhere you're going. Oh, that is true. That is true. You got that handy little book. Yeah, my, my tome, I can just. Wait, that, that works anywhere? Man. It, it has any range, baby. All right. How, I, about, how about you check in every 10 minutes? Okay? I'll check in every okay, 10 minutes. Okay, that's good. That's, you want to know what? I feel much more secure about, about going now that yeah, I know that we'll have a check-in time. That is okay. really convenient. I know, right? Hey, let's Love head out. Love magic. <laughs> yeah, we'll take, a, we'll take a short rest, and then uh, Jib is ready to go. Yeah, and I'll take a long rest. I don't have any of my sorcery points or wild shapes, so I kind of want this back. I'll just follow along and say, yay, we're sleeping. Sleep time. I'm definitely going to go bug Zan for a little bit, though. Maybe maybe I'll start uh, harassing, what is his name, D4? Hadar. 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 Don't H4 ask me. H4DR. H4DR. Yeah, maybe I'll harass him for a little bit. You never know. The day's young. After taking a little rest and gathering yourselves, Jib and Gildrex, you depart from the ship to go and try to find this, this mysterious stranger, this mysterious dwarf. And maybe you could also keep an eye out for somewhere we can get our uh, ship uh, souped up. That's not a bad idea. We'll keep an eye out. Mm-hmm. So, how do you guys want to uh, search for this? Jib is more or less going to take Gildrax back to the place where we separated. And he's just going to keep conversation with him the entire time, looking as if we're just walking through. And Jib is going to keep an eye out for any of the markings that he's taught uh, yeah. Toaster to make. Sure. Um, give me a perception check with advantage because you're, because you know, you're both looking for these things is what I'm assuming. You're both looking for yeah. the markings. Yeah. That is going to be a uh, 16. Yeah. Surely enough, you see like little like scratches in the walls and stuff from like metallic claws or little forced blasts into concrete. Mm-hmm. You were led to like a kind of sewer grate that looks like it's been slightly displaced. Jib is going to see and look, look at the sewer grate and see like if it looks like toaster went in there. Yes. Okay. Then he's going to be like, you want to hop down in there? Or? Not particularly, but I will. Okay. I'm going to, yeah, I'll, I'll, let's hop down. I, I, I do definitely want to get Toaster back. Yeah, we'll uh, hop down in the sewer. Um, as you guys hop down in the sewer, uh, you walk along for about what feels like 15 minutes. You fall on these axes. Uh, as you turn, you kind of enter like an aqueduct where like the, the, the channels of the sewer kind of like all come into one big, like a, uh, one big area and they all go into a main flow. You see off in the distance and like the, like kind of in the dar- darkness on like in like an ad, like a little corridor edge, uh, toaster is just sitting there by like the water's edge. Mm-hmm. 
Jib is going to whistle for him. And is like, come on, Toaster. It does not move. Oh. Toast, he's going to walk over. Hold toward- on, Jib. Is Toaster... What do, does Toaster from here? Because Jib calls out to him and he doesn't move. Is Toaster moving at all? Do you guys have dark sight? Dark vision? I, do I have, have dark, dark vision. vision. Toaster is not moving, even like swishing its tail or anything. It's not moving. It's just sitting there kind of sitting like a perch. Jib is going to... One second. And he's going to start walking up. And he's like... He's going to pull out his gun, and he's going to be on the ready, and then he's going to... Toaster? No response. He's going to start walking up, mm-hmm. and he's going to get next to Toaster and see what's up. Yeah. Um, as you get close to Toaster, uh, Toaster looks like it has like a stab, like it has a giant hole in its chest going from its chest to its back. Like either something stabbed or punched through it. Jib is just kind of like, dang it, buddy. Saw you, didn't they? Come on, we'll fix you up. And he picks, picks him up, and he kind of like... Uh, as you pick it up. Oh, <laughs> uh, underneath it is a little glyph that flashes uh, as you pick up the to- uh, the cat toaster, mm. and a eruption of fire goes. You, I'd say, are out of the thirty foot radius. As like you see, a just a fireball explosion. Oh. Would you give me a dexterity saving throw? I will do that. That is going to be uh, sixteen. Sixteen. Um, you're gonna take half damage. Very nice. Fifteen damage to you. Fifteen fire damage. Oof. Mm-hmm. As explosion. Gildrex, because of your psionics, in the water, you see there is a displacement in like the current of the, like the sewer water. It seems like it's moving upstream. Like it's moving upstream. Uh, I'll call out to Jib. I'll, I'll say, Jib, there might be something in the water. Jib is going to turn and look at the water. You can see a small little bulge in the water. Something's moving in it. Is it moving towards me? It's moving like up the aqueduct, up the aqueduct where you guys came from. So is it coming away? So is it's, it walking away from it's us? It's going away from you guys, yeah. Jib is going to, uh, he's going to try and go back. He's going to group back up with Gildrax. He's like, I mean, it's coming where we came from. Might as well follow it because we want to head out anyways. Yeah, and Gildrax will uh, chase after it. Yep. It's, it's not going very fast. It's only going like 10 feet. Can Gildrax get close enough to identify what this is? No, nah, this is like sewage water. It's kind of nasty water. Could I pick it up with my, uh, my psionics? The water's like a water is like a pretty solid object, and the how fast it's moving, it's you can only see like the general outline of the bulge. Could I prod at it with my sword? If you wanted to wade into the water, yes, I will. Jib shoots it. You shoot it. I'll shoot it. I yeah. mean, if power yeah. play, or he'll more or less shoot like next to it or something to like splash the water, see if we can see anything. Yeah, you shoot around. You shoot the edge of it, and it holds. It stops moving. Um, what will happen was a, a, like a tentacle will rear up with like a weird eye on it and the tentacle will like look around and I'll see you guys. This like tentacle is kind of like yellowish and gnarly. It has like brown spots all over it. Um, as it sees you, it starts approaching you guys rather quickly. Probably at like double the speed it was moving originally. We're going to roll for initiative. Hey everybody. Thanks for listening to Crit Happens. The intro and outro music for this podcast was produced by Zane Lowry. You can find him on YouTube at Zane Lowry Music. Additional music was provided by Travis Savoy, who can be found on YouTube as the RPG Music Maker. To hear more about your favorite Spelljamming crew, follow us on Instagram at Crit Happens. We release new episodes every Friday, so follow us on all your favorite podcasting networks to make sure you don't miss an episode. And now, back to the story. Okay, Gildrex, you respond first. Uh, this strange one, uh, like, eye tentacle is moving towards you guys. How large is this tentacle? It's pretty thick. It's probably the size of someone's arm. Okay. Uh, Gildrex will run up to it, and he'll just try to, to lob it in half. Are you going to get into the water? That is an oddly specific thing that you've mentioned twice. It is in the water. so it's. Like- and I feel obligated to inform you that, yes, I will get into the water. <laughs> uh, yeah, Gildrax will wade through it to, uh, yeah. to get to this uh, tentacle monster guy. Okay. Uh, would you give me the, I will say real fast, you'd see this before, the, the current is pretty quick. So there'd probably be either strength check not to get pulled away from just getting in, or, you know, you could just wait for it to get closer. I will, I will just ready my action yeah. for when it approaches in that case. Kip, Jib, what are you wanting to do? Jib is going to run. He's going to, how far away are we from where we entered? You guys have been walking for like 10 minutes down here. So you are probably, you're a little distance away. Um, this thing is moving about 20 feet a turn. It seems like, well, that's, it's also, it's fighting against the current, mm-hmm. but Jib is going to run past it and try and get, you know, m- maybe it'll stop following us if we get too far away, but he's going to 
he, he won't use his action to dash, but he'll move away. He'll turn around and look and see what's up. And he'll get ready to shoot if it's coming at Gildrax. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you run 30 feet away. It seems like it was actually going after you. But now that you're not the closest thing, uh, it will get up to Gildrax. It will, you'll see these like almost like dog paws, like almost like big, almost more like bear paws. Uh, just like hairless yellow skin monster pulls itself up. It has a big split mouth, almost like an alligator with like needle teeth. It has no eyes on its head and it has one tendril with three eyes that it uses like to flip around to get like a pan, like a periscopic view and it moves it around. It has two other tentacles with like, they're just covered in spikes. It has three legs and it kind of walks like a weird kind of tripod. It like uses two legs to kind of propel itself forward and put its third leg to hold it's there. It looks like it's just been living down here its entire life. For those who are at home, if you know what an Othiug is, an Othiug, if the, for you two, so you can know what you're looking at, it will approach you. You guys make a big opportunity attack. It's obviously rushing Gildrax. Uh, the lowest of the two is 20 to hit. 20? Okay. That's a crit. Ooh, it's a critical. Alrighty. Oh it's it's AC's only 14. That's 40 points of damage with a firebolt. 40? 4 zero. I, you rolled, just, I rolled a 5, so so I rolled 2d10, mm-hmm. and then doubled, so it's I rolled a 5, a 9, a 6, and a 7, and then I add a d8 because of my arcane firearm, mm-hmm. so that's, and then I rolled a 7 and a 6. Oh my so god. That's 40 damage. Yeah, you blast this thing as it, like, rears back, roaring in pain. As it will, like, uh, I'll, I'll hit it now. <laughs> Holy cow. Uh, I do 26 points of damage between two, two slashing damage strikes. Oh my goodness. Yeah, you, uh, you guys definitely put the hurt on this thing as he d- it does not look too happy at what just happened. The Otiug is going to make a bite attack and two tentacle attacks against you, Gildrax. Uh, let's do the tentacles first. Uh, what's your AC? 16. I believe those both hit. Yes, they were both hit. Would you make me... Oh, never mind. Never mind. If you just get hit by it, you're grappled and restrained. Epic. Yeah. You are going to take some damage real fast, and then it's going to make its bite attack against you. Let's see if that hits. You are now restrained, so it has advantage. It's 16's your AC? Yes, sir. It misses. That sucks. Okay. You are going to take 14 points of damage, and then since you are grappled, you're going to take another 8 points. You're going to take 22 points in total. Yes, sir. And that will go on to your turn. Uh, the top of my turn, I'll just take two more slashes. I'm restrained, so I have disadvantage, correct? Yes, you have disadvantage because you are restrained. I will. I'll just take the two attacks with disadvantage, I think. Okay. First one is a 17. Okay. And the second one is a 10. Uh, the 17 will hit. Uh, six points of damage. Six more points? Okay, yeah. This thing is definitely bloodied from uh, two stupid amounts of damage. It kind of like is wincing in pain as you just see like this thick kind of yellow blood leaking out of it. Uh, I will also second win, and that'll be my turn. Tanner. Jib is going to see that Gildrax is uh, currently grappled by this thing, and he's like going to run away, and he's like, oh, shucks. And then he's going to, uh, he's going to cast, hmm. Actually, he's going to run up to this thing, and he is going to cast Thunder Wave on it, uh, excluding Gildrax. Uh, so it's going to need to make a constitution saving throw. Pretty sure it's pretty good at these. Um, 11 plus... Don't say four. Seven. Oh, boy. Okay. 18. It succeeds. So it's going to be taking 2d8 plus... Uh, 3d8, actually. So 13. Let me roll another d8 plus d6. 13 plus 7. 20 uh, half damage. So 10 points of thunder damage. Okay. 10 points, 10 points of thunder damage. And then that's it. He is not pushed, unfortunately. Yeah, you blast this thing as it kind of like winces at the sudden thing. Yeah, Jib's just going to get like on the edge of it, so 15 feet away, blast him, and then see that it doesn't get pushed away. And he's like, ah, dang it. Yep. And then uh, he'll he'll stay there. He won't move away. Yeah, Gildrax, as it holds you in its hand, or it's like weird tentacle thing, and it like kind of like lifts you above it like it's about to like take a bite. It sends you a telepathic image in its mind of you being devoured by it. Oh, cool. Yeah. It's, it's like nourishment is like the only thing you get. Unfortunately, the bite attack, uh, you kind of like plant your feet on like the top and the, the roof of its mouth and the bottom of its jaw as it can't close. You see its breath is absolutely terrible. You see it's like saliva is thick and kind of like just miscolored. It looks like if you get bit by this thing, there's something that's probably you might can like catch something. Um, the two tentacles, one will hit one of the tentacles will hit you. 
um, as you like are managing to fend off the other with your other arm. You are going to take another 13 plus 6, or 13 plus 3, six, uh, 16 damage from that one attack if you want to. I, w- I won't uh, psionic barrier it. I yeah. will tell kinetic reprisal it, however. Yeah, okay. So it needs to make a strength saving. 15 base. Uh, plus. Pl- 15 plus anything makes it. Okay, plus 3. So He only takes 3 points of damage. It is not pushed or anything. Uh, as it kind of like this tentacle grips harder, you kind of just blast it. As it kind of just staggers again. This thing is not looking too good as it's starting to like kind of stumble. And then it is back up to me, correct? Yes. I will, top of my turn, I'm just going to, this thing's, you said it's got me like in its jaws, correct? Yes. Well, it's like trying to bite you, but you're like wedging its feet, like wedging its mouth op- like open with your feet. While I have it wedged open like that, I'm going to try and stab the bottom of its mouth. Okay. Yeah. I critically failed the first one. It eats your sword. <laughs> no. oh. So you just missed the attack. Then the second one is a 16. 16 hits. Yeah, so you stab into its like open mouth. You want to smite this? Oh, sorry, not smite because you're not a paladin. I'm not a paladin, sir. Uh, I, I think I will psionic strike this. How confident am I in Jip? I am extremely confident in Jip. <laughs> mm-hmm. I mean, I did just deal 40 damage. You did so. do <laughs> more damage in one turn than I have. Uh, no, I'll psionic strike. Uh, I was about to say smite, psionic strike it. It takes 13 points of damage. As you deal that damage, you'll see like a, it kind of like it rears back in pain and kind of like throw, like kind of lifts you away from its mouth as it's like gagging as you kind of just stabbed at its mouth. It will stop grappling you and kind of like uh, you'll get an image in your head of it going one way and you going the other. <laughs> yeah. No hurt more, please. Yeah. It doesn't seem like it can communicate it can just like send images or ideas mentally okay. it doesn't seem like it can speak really it, it's limited psionics yeah yeah yeah. Mm-hmm. your turn jib yeah. jib is gonna shoot it yeah it, it's like put him down and it's kind of like coward it's backing away yeah he's he's got his gun already revved up and everything so he'll go ahead and shoot with a firebolt that's a 20 <laughs> that's a 19 base so almost it's- another crit that is going to be uh, nah, three, a two, and a three. So that's eight points of damage. Yeah. Um. Yeah. It kind of once again howls as it's. Yeah. You shoot with the firebolt. Is that the end of your turn? Uh, yeah. That's that's gonna be the the end of my turn. Yeah. It's turn. It backs. It, like it. Like it. Kind of like it's gonna spend. You both once again get the image of it. Like me go this way. You go whatever way you came from. Jib, Jib now getting this image is like wary, but like. Now he's yeah. just holding his action. And it's just... kind of like acting like a dog. Like it's like backing up and like it's like the tentacles are lower. leg, yeah. Yeah. Um, this thing is semi-intelligent, it looks like. Jib is just going to look at Gildrax and he's like, back away or? I think we could take this thing out. He's too dangerous to let live. He's too dangerous. Okay. If you, yeah, it, it will attempt to leave your area of attack. I you hear uh, Cher's voice in your head. As, no, you don't, but... <laughs> You think Cher would say... You wouldn't kill a dog, mo- were you? Let the monster go. It wasn't doing anything bad. It Gil- tried to eat me. <laughs> Gildrax hears this and his, his... It's like... His conscience. That's yeah, my conscience. Uh, <laughs> Cher. On like one shoulder, it's Cher. And she's like, no, don't kill the, the nice And the creature. other shoulder, it's just Gildrax and you shoot Cher. <laughs> <laughs> I will, against Cher's better judgment, stab the creature. Yeah. Okay, make me an opportunity attack. Uh, it's AC is 14, so... 27 to hit. Uh, you'll hit... 9 points of damage. Yeah, as you hit it again, it backs into the water as it, like, tries to submerge itself as much as possible. Now you're getting, a, like, images of, like... I have a wife and kids! No, like, no, like <laughs> I'm trying to describe, uh, describe this. It's giving you images of, like, it helping you if you let it live. Like, don't kill me, please, for the love of God. <laughs> Bessie, I got you a great deal. Jib is like about to shoot, and then it says help, and then he's like, can you tell us where that came from? And he's going to point to where the circle was. Gildrax, so this thing is like, it's psionically communicating with us, mm-hmm. but it's only using images. It, it seems intelligent. Like, it's trying, it like, now that it's like calm, and it, like it, it seems like the, the noises it's making with the mouth sounds like it's some sort of dialect. But the only way it can really communicate is telepathically with images or feelings of like, ow, hurty, and please don't kill me. Can, can Gildrax, I don't think he could, 
uh, communicate with images? Could he communicate with like emotions? So you actually cannot return the communications back with, with, with his own uh, psionics. Yeah, yeah, yeah. With your own psionics, does that specify that it has to know a language? You don't need to share a language with the creature for it to understand these messages. It just must have to be able to at least understand one language to comprehend the message. Um, you send the message to it. What do you ask? I will send it an image of uh, you, some... You can talk to it with your thing. I'll say, if you can show us the guy who fled, the dwarven guy who fled down here, we'll spare you. The dwarf. The guy who came with uh, the, the mechanical cat. I hold up a uh, toaster. Yes, yes. You let live? Yeah, we'll Me let help. You. Yeah, we'll let you live if you show us. No more pain. Sounds like a deal to me. Can we forestall this help for tomorrow? Yeah. I'm kind of tapped out on everything I can do, and I'm hurt. How does that sound to you, big guy? Mm. Me leave here? You stay. We'll bring back food. Then you show us where he went. Food? And then he'll, he'll send you an image of like gar- mounds of garbage. Like literal, <laughs> literal heaps of garbage. Oscar the Grouch would be jealous. <laughs> um, if you want to make a arcana check on, or like a history arcana check on Otiugs, if you, know, you can know what they are. 22. 22? You actually, it would actually make sense because you go to a lot of stations. Um, Otiugs are like living trash compactors. They literally eat garbage and will eat rotting, gnarled stuff. They're put in sewer systems. They're like the most wonderful thing for keeping a ship clean of like garbage uh, because they're just, they'll eat trash. Yeah. In that case, I definitely wouldn't want to kill this thing. That's, that's, that's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> they're, they actually are quite commonly found in sewers of cities and that's why people don't go down. They're like the sewer gators, mm-hmm. <laughs> but they're real. <laughs> uh, man, I can't offer him food then. Oh Yeah. Uh, well, they'll, they'll eat like anything, but when you say food, he thinks trash. Yeah. Uh, I go the Snickers bar, <laughs> yeah, Pepsi bottle. I go, yes, food, good food. And like, it's like rotting food at this point. Like <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the, the people ten- at home can't see it, but Justin was yeah. giving me the, giving me yeah. the stank the, eye. The tentacle like gives you like, kind of like this very like intrepid it look like it's, its eyebrow yeah. yeah it's like it's eye it's like the the eye flaps on the tentacle lift up a bit higher the the best food okay and like the the, the tentacle kind of like nods like it's nodding i'll wait Jim's like jib is just like seeing this this take place not knowing anything he's like so what's up let's uh man this is weird let's go back to the ship okay um it will crawl out of the water and like follow you guys like back to where you're from um it's not very good at walking it seems like this is like a very like I used to living in water kind of creature, but uh, it kind of like hobbles and follows you guys of where it's supposed to meet you. Uh, Janet is going to start writing to <laughs> start writing. This is uh, this is right when the check in is. Yeah, this is where uh, Janet's going to write to Jib on this check in and be like, "Hey, bud. Huh. Uh, oh, oh, okay, how you doing? Are you fine? Did you find toaster?" Toaster is found. We have a lead. Be back soon. We go to sleep. I thought you were going to say, be back soon from Jib. <laughs> like a note. And I'm Love <laughs> Jib. X-O-X-O. That, no, that's, just, thir- that's more than 13 words. Oh, yeah, yeah, it just okay. appears in, the, in her book. And she's like, ah, does, mm, gross. Does, uh, does sending, it's sending, right? It's sending, but in the sense of the flavor of the uh, Eldritch Invocation, it's all written in her page. Yeah. So she writes... And whatever they say is written back to Descending me. allow you to have like misspelled words? Or does it like delete them if you like you, you misspell can if it? You, I would say it's you got, can. It's got autocorrect. You, it's magic. If you do like XD, like you're sending like an emoji, would it just like autocorrect that to like the closest what word it can? <laughs> it could, no. Maybe. I don't know. I like that idea where it's like it's a like Google like Google Docs and it tries to autocorrect everything you say. And you're like, gosh darn, I gotta erase this again with <sighs> ink and pen. Gosh. Horrendous. Smiley but yeah, face. Um, <laughs> it'll follow you to the thing, and as it gets there, it will send an image into your head of it sitting there waiting. Huh. All right, well, I guess we'll be back. All right, let's go. Yeah, you guys will climb up as it kind of like sits there waiting. It starts like licking some of its wounds. You guys get out, and you head back to the ship. Probably takes another two hours to get there. Auntie Janet 
and yeah. share. What do you guys want to do in those two hours, the two to four hours they're being on? Oh, I guess Cher is long resting, huh? Yeah, Cher's just going to take a nice fat nap and have a really weird dream about a tentacle monster fighting Jib and uh, Gildrax. Because the the plant, of course, right? The plant told me. Of course. The plant definitely told you. It didn't tell you. It did. Nope. Canon. Nope, not canon. Let me have nice things. No, no, not yet. No, no. You think I'm a nice DM? No. No, you're not. I guess Auntie Janet, since you're the only one awake. Yeah. Uh, well, it's like long rest. You don't have to be resting like completely like asleep. You yeah. could at least still be up and just light lounging. Act- yeah, light activity. Yeah, and that's kind of what Janet is doing during this time. Uh, she probably would be just knitting a good, good bit, maybe just chat, uh, checking on the other uh, crew members that we have, our lovely friends. Um, see how they're holding up with everything and the new changes um, that have been happening. Yeah, uh, Zan's just in his in the in the cargo hold, kind of still working on. He's actually you go down there. He's working on a a golden housing. Okay. Uh, it's like a small little, maybe about like the size of someone's palm, like small golden sphere. Okay. Yeah. Uh, he had he's even bisected it, and he is currently laying out like orbs and discs and like swivel swivels he's he's making and he's following right now uh the how you what's the progress looking like uh it's good i just mm-hmm. yeah and he, he's very like just kind of like making like noises like he just completely forgot that he was talking to you yeah i, I like can't the, <sighs> like i can read every type of language that's in front of me but i can't just hear every language that's in front of me that's not grunts uh, sorry, I, I I changed his voice. Whoops. I went more Russian with it. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> um, well. What's on the mind? It's just designing it. It's weird. A compass with three hands is a little more weird than I was expecting. With three hands? Yes. Because you know, that's what, what, it, what the share lady wanted. Ah, so you wanted three hands? She wanted three hands. Okay. Yes. Okay. Um. That's. I don't understand why I think compasses should be like just two hands. What would the third hand even be for? Well, the the one hand. Yeah. Shows you like you know the north and south. Uh, of course. But this is like an astral compass, and so she wanted one hand showing the direction of a sphere, one showing the direction of a boat, and another one destroying, uh, destroying, destroying. Totally. Uh, showing the direction to center, like the center of the astral sea, or at least. Civilized center, of, of course, of course. Um, yeah, no, that's uh, <clears throat> my goodness. Uh, that yeah, that's very interesting of a craft that you're doing there. Uh, what is uh? It's weird. It's just been weird. Is this like your first time making something like this? I make pocket watches and like jewelry. Mm-hmm. I don't make compasses. So this and, is the first time, kind of. Well, thing. I've never heard of a three-handed compass before, <laughs> but yes. I haven't either. Uh, no. Uh, what do you think about, like, everything that's been happening with us so far? Like, we've been traveling a good bit. Now we have a ship that's not a big tank of whatever was left behind of it. Uh, I miss my room. As he kind of, like, he kind of, like, sets stuff down, thinking, like, ah, at least I had a table. You'll hear, like, a little, like, like a loudspeaker crackle. Uh, hello? Can can you hear me? Just uh, uh, her uh, Janet's facial expressions kind of phase into like listening to really <laughs> like let me go and help you out for a hot minute. It's gonna take like five seconds. Yeah. <laughs> a kind of just expression on her face. Yeah, she he, looks towards uh, names because I'm so Zan? good at them. Zan, thank yeah. you. Zan, Zan the man. That's how Zan I Zan the man it. Uh, looks towards Zan and just like hold on a minute. I think he needs like some directions or like some help. Like you know. I, I don't know. He's been testing systems his entire time, but mm. I don't know. Anyways, I need to get back to working on this as he yeah. kind of like is closing and opening, making sure like everything is like perfectly flush, like multiple times mm-hmm. filing things down as yeah. he's just kind of getting the case all put together. And originally, gotcha. actually, yeah. I have like one, one more silly little question, mm-hmm. as, you know, conversation. What do you aspire to go for? That's an odd one. Are you asking like my life goal? I would say just kind of with what's been happening, really, because you've been with us for a hot minute, really. Um, what do you aspire to do with 
us folk here in this ship with us traveling? Well, to be truthful, it's not my goal to stay on this ship. Of course. I would be like to be with my wife and kids again. Mm, tell me about it. Um, but, you know, I do own quite a successful jewelry business, and I would like to be going home soonish. But once time, I understand time's a necessity, and, you know, not everything can be catered to my need. Mm-hmm. But honestly, I'm just trying to see I get back. Well, well let's hope we'll, we'll get you back. Well, I shouldn't say hope, because... That seems like we're trying to attempt to do something, but I do hope, gosh darn, I keep using the hope word. Uh, we'll try to get you back at the very least. We will keep you safe. Um, and with j- that, Janet will just kind of give like an awkward uh, wave of bye mm-hmm. for the time being and we'll head up to the helm. Yeah. As you're like waving goodbye, you'll hear again that, <laughs> can you hear me? I'm just testing if you can if i can hear you i hate this <laughs> like just if you can hear me speak up someone i'll, I'll get talk we'll talk <laughs> oh I, I can hear you mushy <laughs> okay I, I so i can hear you over this okay oh my this is this is gracious. much different than the atatines this is talking uh, talking this man really needs to be talked to okay this is it seems like this is his first rodeo um, um is, is someone in charge of security? Is, can someone hear me? Hello? Hello? Uh, hello? Hello? Oh, oh, hello? Hello? <laughs> yes, um, I, I have a question. Yes! Is someone in charge of security? Not currently, but I can be. What is it? Um, th- there's some strangers outside and wanting on the ship. Yes, uh, a quite burly bunch. Yeah.